welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I am Luke and I am joined as always with Tony. Hello. Hey Tony, how are we doing? How was Easter long weekend? Easter was good. Spent a lot of time in Andromeda, as yes. I was hoping to do. Well done. I was interstate, so I spent zero time, zero time in Andromeda. Andromeda. I played some very tired Tuesday night after flying in early in the morning Andromeda just to, well, just because I wanted to really. Okay. Cut, knock a few more side quests off, get yeah. EOS a little bit more done. There's a good yeah. chunk of that map now that has no icons in it. Yeah. yeah, that is rewarding when it gets to that point of time. It is. It was a mistake not to unlock the hidden caches earlier so that I could have just got them all while I was in those areas to yeah. begin with, having to go back and get some of them. We're like, damn it. I sh-. You know, you see an option, you're like, I really should get this right now yeah. because I know I'm going to regret it, but I want something else. The 10% experience point bonus. So every time you get experience points, that just adds up. Across the whole place. Exactly. You always want them first and you can yeah. get them. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if, if anyone's playing the game from the first time, get those caches forward. Because they've got some good stuff in them. Like, they seem well, like, well, they've got, well, okay. They've got stuff they've in them. They've got stuff in them. In the context of getting more stuff, they have lots of it. Yeah. And I like that. They do. <laughs> if only this stuff was useful for anything. Well, well, that's a good point. Do you want to talk a little bit about uh, the inventory? Well. And how that's progressed since it's, because I mean, I think. So, they gotten, patched. Extra inventory space. Ah, oh, thank God for was, that. Which was absolutely necessary. I should have just patched it right out and gotten rid of it completely myself, but, you know, I can't well, take an, it. An inventory limit is understandable because you don't want to have lugging around every single gun there is in the game just so you can try them out, which is what I was originally doing until I hit my inventory limit. Well, my inventory system has no limits on it, and when I talk to you about it, you'll see why. Ah, okay. Anyway. But yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a fan. Mm. I'm actually not a fan of loot. In this game, and therefore I'm not overly a fan of the inventory system. So when you say so, just in this game. So in other games, you oh, like yeah. no, going I love through loot. the loot yeah. and looking at the loot. Yeah. And yep. So yep. you always look. Do you when you when you loot a chest? Do you look what's in the chest, or do you just I just take all? Take all. Okay. I've stopped. I've actually in this game, I've stopped looking at what I'm getting. I'm just taking it. So, but not, but like in another game, like I don't know, Fable Three. Yes, the equipment in Fable Three is actually quite impressive because they they do yeah. really different things. Yeah. So it's not does this do more damage or does this attack faster? It's what funky power does this piece of equipment have? Yeah, yeah. And so like in Borderlands too, um, you know. Yeah, you can, Borderlands. Can, that's too much loot for me. In yeah, but it has a very simple system where you can quickly go. Oh, it's white. It's garbage. Yeah. Don't want that. Oh, okay. Only I'm only, I'm now at purple tier. If it's not purple, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. See, I don't even care about the remnant decryption keys, which are obviously they're the golden loot because I don't just skip the Sudoku puzzles. But I, I want to do Sudoku the Sudoku though. puzzles. Yeah, I like the Sudoku puzzles. Yeah. I have no problem and it's with like it. I don't use any consumables because you never know when you're going to need one. <laughs> no, Tony, we've been over this. You yes. use all the consumables all the time because I use the Cobra for the first time. Yes, I've been having a lot of back and forth with one of our regular listeners, Pete from Podromos. Yes, indeed. And he thoroughly recommends the Cobra. It, RPG. It does take people out. Like it is. So I use it on some, um, uh, like a just an elite destroyer. I'm like, oh, let's give this thing a go. Like I just added, I unlocked the third, you know, consumable yeah, yeah, slide. Yeah. I put that in there. You know, hey, it's a good. Oh shit, I'm in danger, kind of thing. Just one shot at it. And I was like, oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I kind of wanted to try out on someone that's really tough, you know, and go through the fight. So. You know, um, uh, Pete was saying though that he he dragged like what was it like two destroyers into yes, a, into, into a, a choke point and blew them both up one once. shot. Jeez. So they're exploding. That is the first exploding one took out the remaining damage on the second one. Yes, that is that is excellent work. That was really good. I, I want to try that just see if I can do it. 
but I think um, I love the way it's, it's activated and it's used, and how you got a, a timer between you can use, when you can use it again is nice. But I wouldn't mind some more variety on those weapons. Yeah, like I, some more- I, I'm not. I, I'm missing that whole element of the game. I'm not using the consumables, and I'm not going to say it's because of my poor experience with a life support system. Yes, well, but yeah. it's probably because of my poor experience with a life support system. <laughs> <laughs> the the incendiary damage ammo and the shock ammo are really good. No, yeah, I, d- I, you know, again, because I'm a piss weak gun user, it I don't really know. It doesn't make enough difference on my there's guns. No, yeah, okay, so there's no biotic up for like five minutes or tech power increase. No, it's all, it's all your guns. guns and and because so my guns are just, and- I use my guns while my biotics are recharging. Makes no sense. Why would you use them? Yeah, yeah. So, and I just sit there and wait for that shield to disappear, and then. You're dead meat, sucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as that shield's gone. That makes sense. Yeah, makes and sense. I'm playing, I mean, I'm really enjoying the new biotic powers. So if, if Bioware have done anything right with this game. <laughs> anything right, Anything Jesus. right, it is they have seriously tweaked the biotic powers for the better. I'm really happy with the way they've done the biotic oh, powers. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. That is good. All right. Well, we're talking about inventory. We weren't we were. we talking there. about biotic powers. No. no, we're talking about inventory. So, yeah, and... and um, so I like that I do like that they've upped the inventory limit because my inventory is currently sitting beyond the original limit. Yeah, same. So I'm sitting at like 90 pieces of gear or something. Yeah. Just because I can't be asked decompiling them or whatever. Oh, that's- and I want to try out, like I've got a talon and I don't really want to make a talon, but I'd like to try out a talon. So I've kept it in my equipment for when I use it. Yeah, that's right. And I've right. been doing that with a different few different weapons. And I discovered, mm. lo and behold, this surprised the heck out of me, I can actually run around with an assault rifle and still have 100% recharge times on my powers. Yes. Yeah, I've got – I'm rolling now. I'm rolling the Hurricane. Um, yeah, so my guns at the moment are the Carnifax hand cannon. Yeah, with yeah. Augment, augmented. The Piranha shotgun, shotgun which yeah. I would just die to augment, and it's ridiculous that I can't. And the um, – is it Tempest or the Hurricane submachine gun? No, you said the, uh, yeah, the Hurricane's the N7 one. Yeah. The Tempest is the – the one you start with. No, not that one you start with. The new okay, one. so yeah. that's the hurricane. That's the Which one I've got. Nice. It's nice. Well, it's I don't think it does gun. enough damage. Uh, Considering how hard it is, you've got to invest yeah. a lot of your resources into it. To I personally it. think it should rip their shields down much quicker than it does. Like yeah. it's got a 680 from, fire rate or something. It is pretty in, insane. Yeah. But it doesn't got, rip their shields down anywhere near fast enough for me. Yeah, okay, fair I'm enough. Not, I went from zero shield to like, woohoo. So, in comparison, so let me mm. just give you an example. I had the Hurricane, N7 Hurricane submachine gun pistol and the old, old Shaw, whatever it is, that one-shot uh, hand cannon from the cat. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, I put plasma-seeking rounds in that oh, yeah. baby and one hit from that and their health or their, ammo would go, their armor would go to half. That thing hit like a truck. Oh, and I thought, okay. That, okay, I really feel that that's, that's really good when it hits. It hits, it hits like a, a truck. truck. So mm. really good on things that respond to you doing damage to them. Really, really good because you've mm. waked half their health. Mm. But the equivalent for the submachine gun, I would have thought, is you know the N7 Hurricane. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I unload three clips into their shield before their shield disappears. That doesn't that's s- not right. The, cl- the shield should go down. Maybe the accuracy that, is pretty poor. With their health though. and with their armor, fine with that because submachine guns aren't good at yeah. health and armor. But their shields, their shields should be gone. Are you, and maybe it's not kidding anything because your accuracy's out. Maybe there's some passives that I've got that yeah, are making you yeah, more accurate. Maybe. Yeah, and I don't like that. I, mm. I already complained about the range thing on guns and all of that. 
So <laughs> yeah, that's why you have a shotgun. You charge into them and you shoot them right yeah, back in matter. the face. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you when you put ten cartridges into them, they don't usually get up after <laughs> they don't that. Get up after it's that. Fine. And then charges on recharge, so you just bang that back out again and just keep moving. Yeah. Don't stop moving. So and, and also yeah. the armor taking mm. up inventory space. So then I don't. I've not played with the armor at all. I probably should have played with the armor a bit. But oh, I made myself a set of N seven. Yeah, I've armor. just started through that because I'm playing a biotic. I realized I probably should use the biotic specialty armor. Oh, I was using that. But I like that helmet you got, that free helmet you got from doing the Andromeda Initiative. Oh, I didn't do that. And so it I gives you it. extra yeah. shields and gives you extra experience oh, points okay. from every encounter. Yep, yep. And that sits naturally with the Andromeda Initiative armor. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm still rocking that helmet because I still like that extra experience yeah. points that it's given me. Yeah, I was rocking the um, the deep the deep explorer one gives you an XP bonus, but I, I passed on that to get more powerful which was pointless because yeah. everything scaled with me anyway yeah. so I'm not really more powerful I just, anyway I found the armor in 2 and 3 more rewarding to play with than I'm finding the armor in this mm. I think because it was harder to find which brings me to another point Yeah, is that suddenly you can research all these things without finding a blueprint for them or encountering them in the field or they just suddenly appear in your research tab. Yeah, I really thought that would you have to like scan dead enemies yeah, to that's, that's scan real, guns and pull them in and that's a I like particularly particularly mm. the outcast weapons, the three outcast weapons, the sniper rifle, the pistol and the assault yeah, okay. Rifle. Yeah. You start off the game being able to make them, even though you've not met a single outcast. And oh. when you meet the outcasts, you find out about their weapons. They say we specifically designed these weapons to deal with the the environment on Kadara. So there's narrative in the game that says these aren't Milky Way weapons. These are weapons that they've made from their Milky Way counterparts. Why are they? And somehow they're in your research tab right at the start of the game. I really, I really like the idea of the research and, and taking up. But just yeah, it's implemented that, poorly and cheaply. And yeah, cheaply. And let let me let me just ask you one thing. Mm. And if you can tell me why, then <laughs> I will call you the Messiah. <laughs> why is there a research tab in your inventory? Yeah. And what possible purpose does that ever serve? Why is there a research tab in your inventory? Yeah. So then, no, I'm not talking about going to the research and development no. thing, yep. which is where you would naturally go when you want to research something, yep. and then it shows you all the things you can research. No, no, you open your inventory, yeah, and there's a tab that says research, and you can't, and it do tells anything. you all the things that you can research, even though you can't do anything with it mm. unless you're at a research and development center station. Why is that tab even there? I it suppose, makes me angry every time I see that. That to me suggests that there's a failed mechanic there that where you were supposed to be scanning stuff and having it show up in that tab so that you would then go in. Like, it's like you unlock a codex entry and then you go into the codex, which yeah, is in that screen and, there. And to see what You it would is. scan a research item, not to have yeah. them just magically appear in there because when they magically appear, there's no point. But yeah. if you were scanning it and it said unlocked new whatever, you could yes. then go in and, and, and look see at the it. Blueprint. You know, at least you could yeah. look at the blueprint yeah. if you couldn't make it yet. Sort of and thing. Why, I bet that's why that's there and they've missed doing that. Yeah. You know. And why would you not group all of the version 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 on the same thing oh. in one one bit? Okay, you want to make a hurricane. Which one do you want to make? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, or 7? No, Don't no, say no, no. hurricane 1, hurricane 2, hurricane 3, hurricane 4, hurricane 5. That is N just, oh, my God. No, no, no. What... What it should be is you upgrade the gun to the latest version, and that's it. it the no, but one because they need different amounts of materials. No, so there are some times where you would want to make the lesser one. 
I no no no. Well, I, it's I, I it's would, such a small. Yeah, it, it is. just it's doesn't like make twenty or ten. I upgrade it. It just goes to the highest version yeah. of it. Uh, I looked at that because I, I I thought that's a valid point. And the numbers are not. It's not like it's a tripling. No, no, it's like, like one level. Ten. It's an so extra you go 10. and yeah. get it from the free things get from the ten more. You know whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like I just. And that yeah. that just clutters that the place tab, up for no reason. That tab and that clutter pretty much sums up my experience with this game. Just kind of like there's, why why make these design decisions? Yeah, there's there's a, there's a real gem buried underneath all this clutter. Oh yeah, but there is. I mean, this I I've said before. This game is at its best when it's being Mass Effect. When it's trying to be EA Battlefield in space, it's not at its best. When it's trying to be EA Sims inventory management in space, mm. it's not at its best. No. When it's being Bioware does Mass Effect narrative. It is at its best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- there definitely feels like there's a lot of stuff that just started getting crossed off, crossed off the list, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've Have heard we implemented that, like, this? Have we implemented this yet? Have no, we implemented this? Gone, gone. Just yeah. cut it out. Make the join there. Like with the eyes and stuff. Like that was an yeah. outsourced company that did the eyes. Oh, okay, there you go. For that. So that's, okay. Rumor and speculation. I have no evidence to back this up. Just read it right online. But it was an outsourced company. And when the Bioware animators got a hold of it, they were able they to start, put the they put clown noses stuff, on the Krogans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anybody that reads Penny Arcade would know that reference. Okay, okay. I thought I was missing something there. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's definitely the whole. I got a whole. I'm I'm reworking the whole inventory system in my Good. mind now. I look forward I'm to getting, hearing your take. On yeah, it. maybe next week I'll have it all. All the because as I because I thought it was okay. It's uh, see, the thing about the system is it's fine at the start because start, there's not a lot there's of stuff. Lot but there. the more like yeah, the clunkier the obvious the more obvious the clunkiness becomes. Yeah, like the new more inventory is great, but all that means is I've got a longer grind to go and deconstruct all this crap I don't want. And there's no easy way for me to decide because what I liked about uh, Borderlands too because it's got it's a lot of gear. You get gear, gear, gear yeah, all the time, all the stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the pre-sequel did it the best. Um, where you could in in the inventory wherever you are like equipping guns or looking at yeah. them you can mark it as a favorite and yeah. it will never show up and sell this yeah you can leave it as nothing or you can mark it as sell, sell this so yeah. when you go to the machine you, you just hit the button all. and it just yeah so as you're going through looking at it and deciding yes or no you can just quickly mark it it was really fast and you know if you churn through a large amount of crap guns, you know, yeah. get rid of them, yeah. look at the last couple, give them a try, shoot a couple of guys, no, they're crap, yes, I want to keep this, and you're done. You know, it's fun. It's fun to go through and look at it then. I must admit, I'm not I'm not having a real problem with that because I am salvaging every assault rifle, every sniper rifle, every shotgun that I find. I'm, I'm only finding like I've got yeah, four or five see, in my now, I want to time. try the shotguns, the yeah, pistols, and I'm just the, salvaging uh, them straight assault? away. I don't know, like assault rifles, they're kind of crap, but sniper rifles, I wouldn't mind... Maybe throwing a sniper rifle. I'm saving in. all that for my next playthrough. I'm going to definitely yeah. play with that on my next playthrough. Okay. Because I am, I am feeling I'm missing fix something it by then and have it a little bit nicer. No. No. Well, no. they will because they listen to my ideas. They'll okay. listen to them all because they'll you know, be listening to this podcast and they'll say those guys line. are on the money. They know what they're talking yeah. about, man. Yeah. 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 So, so well, that's uh, enough about inventory. Let's move yeah. off the inventory. Playing the interface, nothing worse than playing the yeah, interface. Yeah, playing the interface. I want yeah. to talk a little bit about the story. Like, uh, so we're at the same point in the story. We Pretty haven't um, haven't progressed too far, but let's just talk about the starting of the starting and when you hit the first two planets because yep. there's a bit of reveal on those yep. planets, yep. Um, and it's you know it's setting up the whole. I presume it's going to be a trilogy. 
the whole trilogy is going to be based off these initial impressions. And we talked about how Mass Effect 1 had that amazing opening scene with uh, Sovereign. Yes. Taking off and you're yes. like, what the hell, the hell is that? that octopus um, shit? Yeah. I want to know what this is all about. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this had some of those things. Yeah, I do want to know what the remnant's all about. about. Yeah. I do, uh, you know, um, you like, the, everything's gone to shit. Yeah, and like, I've now found out about the cat spoilers, so... Yes. Now, that's interested me in their story as well. As well. So I'm interested in the native people and I'm interested in the invading people. people. It's all there, that's you good. know. So that definitely drew me in. I'm like, oh, I want to explore yep. further. And so far, what I've seen about what they've decided with the lore and story is all great stuff. That's good. I mean, I've... And the loyalty missions are drawing me into the companions. Yeah, see, I, I've only done uh, Vetra's yep. one. Um, I've done Liam's and Cora's, and I'm doing some stuff with PB. And uh, I must say, yeah, PB has PB surprised well. me. I expected to hate her, but uh, she is, she's good. She's likable. Yeah. She's sticking to her character ideal yep. without being unlikable, which is really good writing, I think. I think so too. It's I, so easy for her to be a Final Fantasy annoying teen character which Final Fantasy always put in their games, which you hate, but she's yeah, not. She's no. interesting. She's got good reasons. She's not unnecessarily doing stuff. So, yeah. No, and she's been like, and I think too, the way she's been helping with the Remnant and building those probe, uh, you know, re yes, you know, Pock and Zap. She's obviously, you know, smart oh, yeah, and hardworking and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, you, you know, she's a bit more flippant yeah. and a bit, you know, obviously more carefree, I guess, kind yeah. of thing. You know, that's, that's cool. I don't know. I, the only person I really don't like is Liam still. Yeah, he's interesting. Yeah, he is interesting. I haven't really used him up much, and now now the banter is working after the patch. I have to put him in my in my nomad so I can actually hear what. Yeah, he's but about. just don't fast travel in the nomad. I don't do anything when people are bantering. No, anyway. no, no. If you oh. as soon as you fast travel in the nomad, when you arrive at your destination, you they will be halfway through a new bit of banter every single time. Oh, you know what I, that is? No, I don't know what that is. Because it's not when I do that, it's not halfway through. It's about half a word okay. off the start of it. So, so that's it's taking the, so that's much the Xbox long. loading time. And that that comes back to what Pete was saying in his email about the the scripting bugs all over the place. They're yeah. scripting an event engine, the thing that like Oh, I've got a great one. I've got some ex, some quest exposition yeah. that stopped mid word in the middle of the sentence. Because okay. I had the subtitles on, I think, so I knew that there was more to more to be said. Yeah. Because I stepped off a step. Oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. how on earth is that dialogue based on where I'm physically standing on the map? That's ridiculous. And it just cut off and I couldn't get it back. So I've got no idea what that exposition was. was about that whole, yeah, the, so anything, you know, for people who don't maybe know a lot of the more mechanic side of, of video games, you know, whenever you move into areas or you hit certain buttons, it sees a bunch of triggers and, and put you down certain paths and things. Yeah. And that, that is like, is probably a lot more complicated than what anyone actually ever yes. thinks about. But this is not new territory. No. And I just say, once the dialogue plays, if new dialogue needs to play, queue it up. Always finish the dialogue you're currently doing. That's all they need and to do. Cue it and, yeah. I'm always happy. I'm, I'll be happy for them to rab it onto me for three minutes if I've queued up that much dialogue. That's just fine. don't cut off because I. What it's making me do now is as soon as I start talking, I turn my character around 180 degrees and stop moving. You can't move. You yeah, can't so move while they're talking. And that's not, not gameplay. That's ridiculous. It completely yeah, it was in core, it. it was in Chorus loyalty mission. Oh, yeah. Three times the dialogue got cut off. And the loyalty missions, as you can imagine, uh, there's lots of character exposition in that. Mm. There's lots of explanation. And we, three and times I got it cut off. 
Wait, that's important yes. dialogue as yes. well. Really important dialogue. Yeah, I was in. I was doing a a mission in on um, on EOS in that shielded dome thing that the Ket have oh. on their whatever. Anyway, but it was like one. The first part of the stage was to go and disable these the shields, yes. and there was three things you had to do. Yes. But there was some dudes shooting at me from a distance, yes. so I charged up to them. Yes. Right, and then the alarms went off. Yeah, and now and now that. I don't know how to get back to turn the bits that I was doing. I don't want to be rude. My whole. I don't want to be rude, but whoever designed that cat base on EOS can just get fucked. (laughs) I never turn the alarm off. Actually, I end up just going down to the next. I spent ages trying to turn the alarms off. I died. I died at least five times on this, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. But I turned the alarms off, and I got a different experience each time I played through. Sometimes when I turn the alarms off, the cat stops spawning. Sometimes when I turn the alarms off. The cat didn't stop spawning. Sometimes when I ran closer to the next alarm, the cat all suddenly respawned. The behavior was not consistent. But let me tell you why the person that wrote this can really, really get fucked. (laughs) The guys, so let me know the cardinal. And what are those guys called? The ascendant. The ascendant Kent. Right? The annoying little. I'm going to swear here because I'm really angry about this. (laughs) They've got that floaty orb thing. Yes. They also have some bullshit one hit kill. Okay? You've got full uh, shields, you've got full health. Yeah. They insta-kill you, okay? So the first time, Which I'm playing around with a new power, yeah. and I get insta-killed by this guy. I go, okay, all right, don't get too close to him. He's got an insta-kill melee attack. Oh, okay. It puts me back to the exact same point you were just talking about, which is about seven minutes worth of solid cat killing. Oh, I'm going, you're fucking kidding me. God. This is where you put the save point, when you've got a monster that can insta-kill your player. Okay, I'm not Don't happy care. about that. It, I'm not happy about you've that. You've got to go when you go down, like go into the that's next where thing, the, that's where the checkpoint, checkpoint is. is. So I'm not happy about that. Okay, but I go through my seven minutes of cat killing again, oh. get a different experience with the alarms going off this time, of as course. I said. Yeah. Get to the guy and go. Okay, he's got a melee range insta kill. Don't get into melee range with him. Fighting, fighting, fighting. Bring down his shields three times. He's just about dead. I'm hiding behind a piece of cover. Mm. When suddenly the camera goes inside that cover. The camera's oh. inside the cover, and I can see from inside the cover bits of this cat ascendant sticking out as he's doing his insta-kill animation on me. Oh. So he's done an absolute impossible insta-kill on me because I'm behind the cover, and oh. I know I'm behind the cover because he's actually physically inside the cover insta-killing me. Uh, At that point, yeah. I threw my controller down and swore extremely loudly, Enough, and I dude. thought that is That's not that fair. is unacceptable. Yeah. This is a role playing game. Yeah. So there were insta kill. The Banshees had an insta kill in Mass Effect Three, but that was okay because it was massively telegraphed. They screamed. They glowed blue with their biotic power, yeah. and they started teleporting towards you, yeah. like three or four hops. You if you shot them at yeah. any point during the teleport hops, that interrupted the insta kill. It yeah. stopped them dead in their tracks. Yeah. That is a fine insta kill in a role playing game for me. If you've got a fiend or mm. an Ascendant, mm-hmm. that if you just happen to back into the Fiend because you don't know it's there and you're dodging something else, or you're hiding behind cover, and it can insta-kill you and remove seven minutes worth of gameplay, oh, that's, that's a, unacceptable. That's the real dirty. That is unacceptable to me. I was watching a GIF today on, on the subreddit about this grab distance, because I think this is related to the grab distance thing. The guy okay. was... Um, it was a multiplayer. Yeah. He was on the roof of one of the buildings. Yeah. Um, and down below... Uh, you couldn't. I couldn't even see the fiend from where this guy was. He was behind cover on the roof. Yes. And the fiend from below, like level below, the roof. It actually kind of 
it teleported itself up. Like when it did the grab, it actually came up oh. onto the roof. And like literally he was behind the cover. Like you're saying, yeah, he's, he's behind, behind the, the cover, cover and all of a sudden he's being eaten by the fiend. Yeah. And it's like that's, that's not on. Clipping. Broken. You and you've got yeah. stuck on the clipping now too. Like I got oh, stuck yes, on the clipping. I did. It's like, like I it's like a meter gap around me. I got stuck behind a solarian and a piece of wall. And it looked like I could have at least run in there and then turned around and run back out again. But no, it was a one-way thing in there and just stuck yep. in place. I put a gif of it up on the show notes. Yep. So there is definitely clipping. Yeah. In the, so things can't just move through solid objects, so don't let them. And it's a bit dodgy too because it seems to be pretty good most of the time, but yet there's these gaping obvious ones that you just yes. get stuck on the geometry. But that grabbing thing, I, I yeah, that's that's bad. That's poor. Feels like it's not taking the z-axis into into account. Because like when I use my pull power and I grab one of them yeah. from behind cover, so yeah. my pull thing goes over the cover and hits them. Yeah, pulls them. They get stuck. Yeah. on the cover, and yeah. I can't pull them closer to me. I have to move around so that they bobble up off the cover. I wonder if that's so. What it's when doing. it's convenient for them, the clipping works. Yeah. When it's not convenient. The, I wonder if it's actually because they're trying to pull you, it's supposed to animate you going over the cover, but yeah. instead it's just pulling them well, straight to either, you. Either way, but it's it unacceptable. Be getting behind the cover. So fortunately, the third time I fought this prick, I killed him and I, I gave him the finger. Yeah, I won't die I from pissed I just, on his uh, corpse. <laughs> Was there no manual save in there then? No, it's another one of those areas where you can't save. Uh, and because the cat base yeah. is so big, yeah. I didn't want to do what I did with the first guy oh, and yeah. run back out and well, game the game. If you ran past the alarms, it might have started going back off again. would have started going back off again. Yeah, I didn't again. want to do that. Yeah. So my biggest complaint was that the save point was so far back. Yeah. That's that's not on. Yeah. If you've got a monster that can insta-kill you and insta-kill you through cover, your save point is just before you fight that monster. And see, Come that's- on. And you know, we were just saying before, though, that like the game's best when it's being a Mass Effect yes, game. And that, basi- exactly. that basically is a Mass Effect mission, and it was kind of rubbish. Yes, it was. Because of this stupid... I, d- I, c- I couldn't even tell you what it was that he did to insta-kill me. That's the thing that really disappointed uh, me. Yeah. When the Banshees insta-kill you, I could see what was going on. Yeah. At least when the and Fiend kills you, himself. you can see that he puts you in his mouth, he bites your head off or bites your back, and then mm. slams you into the ground. Okay, fair enough. I can see why I've died. This guy, I don't even know what he's doing. He's like screaming at my face or something, and then suddenly I'm dead. Mm. Full shields, full health. I don't like those icon instant guys. dead. The big ball thing they throw at you. Oh, they're stupid. And, you know, and, and there's no variety. They're, they're all the same. Kill, like the little tiny targety thing. You well, and that's where around. the offshore pistol with ton of seeking oh, plasma shots comes in. That would be really good for those guys. Because yes. yes. I, I find it. Well, I try to get in, get him, get him attacking my companions and sneak up behind him and get the piranha real up close yeah. and just <laughs> take well, it out. Yeah. But I've got to get close to do it. But I haven't been hit by the melee attack before, so I don't maybe know. that's well, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'll, maybe it's bugged. Who yeah. knows? Well, no, no, it's not. It's it's clearly because there's an animation that goes. Oh, with yeah, it, so okay. Yeah. They've clearly intended to give him this insta kill ability. Yeah, yep. but whatever it is, I don't know. I thought it was melee at first, but okay. the second time when I got killed from behind cover, I was a significant distance away from it because he's. Ball thing, I think, goes through cover. Like the, it does. Like yeah, it knocks you out of cover. Does. It goes yeah. through. It's like shockwave. It yeah. goes through cover and knocks you out of cover. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm okay with that because he again, that is really well telegraphed. You know yeah, it's coming, so you can dodge and, it. Yeah. That's good. Hmm. Yeah. So that's my that's my biggest gripe for my recent playing. Yeah, definitely. I'm. I'm I was very un very displeased. It's with that. probably if you think about like the the scripting bugs being like broken missions, consoles not working. 
um, banter being cut off or playing too early on a load screen. Yeah. You know, all of those bugs, like there may be like, they like they kind of get classes like individual bugs, but yeah. really it's just one fundamental problem is breaking a good chunk of the game. Yeah. And then they're the things that, uh, it, uh, it removes the polish from the game. It, it's really not really polished. It's I mean, very like, the MS2 systems is garbage. It's like, well, it's a garbage system. Yeah, that's it, garbage. You know, you, but when it's poorly implemented, it's like... Yeah, that's mm, even worse. Come on. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, but, okay, I didn't notice any bugs at the first part that I started playing, though, which was really good. Well, so I speaking of bugs, since the patch has released yes. on my Xbox version, I have crashed 19 times. Before the patch, it crashed maybe once. Hmm. So I've had freeze-ups, like it just freezes, yeah. trying to load something in. I've had the load screen, just never fi- never finished loading. I've had it just drop out to the Xbox dashboard. I've been in the research hmm. I've been in the research and development tab, yep. and suddenly I'm back to the, like, and just suddenly I'm into the uh, main menu screen. Yeah. I just flash main menu screen. To, oh, I was just in the research. How the hell have... How the hell has that crashed it? Mm. So there's something seriously going on there. It's, well, that's what happens when you patch stuff. You create more bugs it, when yeah. you patch. You have not yeah. got Well, no, it's just much more unreliable. Well, I'd, I'd say that's because, oh, I'd guess, they pushed out a patch really fast to yes. fix some of these problems up. And yes, it's and it's caused problems. other problems. It's caused other problems, issues. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not, as long as they keep patching it, though. No, it, it's, yeah, it's not. Fortunately... Because the autosave is quite good and it does autosave fairly regularly. When it does properly do autosave. Yeah, then I don't, I'm not losing a lot of gameplay, so I'm not that no, upset no. by it. But I haven't lost any gameplay. Per yeah, it's just it's just yet. disappointing that they've patched it and now it's a lot more unreliable. Yeah, I definitely got more bugs after the patch than before, but it also added so many more things that yes, I'm grateful. Yes, at it least. has added. So. <laughs> Balance, there was a plus one. Yeah. Uh, when yes. I lose an hour of gameplay, then I'll be angry. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you probably have after dying four times on those. On oh, no, I've lost an hour of my personal time. <laughs> That's for yes, sure. Yes, definitely, but only a little bit of actual game time. time. Yeah. What do you reckon about these vaults that they've added into the planets? That they've added in? Yeah, oh, not added in, sorry. The um, vaults that are on the planets. Yeah, the vaults that are on the planets. Um, Narratively, I think it's excellent. Like the, these, the, these the, alien the, civilizations. This fancy alien civilization yeah. has found this star system or this cluster cluster yeah. and it's terraforming that's great where the hell have they gone why did they invest all these resources into terraforming and then appear to mm. have disappeared so that's really intriguing I think it's good and I like the way the vaults are this mysterious thing and you're you are only able to interact with it because of your AI mm. that's very very sophisticated mm. and all that fancy stuff that they're setting up and it's just like magic to the the yeah. Angara, some of yep. them can use it, some of them can't, can't. Mm. which leads into your thing that you said ages ago that maybe the Angara are the remnant. Yeah, like they've forgotten their history. Yeah. I think all the Scourge wiped them out. Yeah. Wiped, yeah. Or whatever, so that, like that maybe. That, I've been paying a lot more attention to that since you said that. connection there, yeah. And that's, in fact, even in the game. Yeah. Have you done the when you go to Aya and the museum curator asks you to get the helmet? Yes. From, and you get the helmet. Yes. And you give it to her. Yeah. And she says, oh, the Scourge hit the helmet. So yes. there was clearly some remnant tech in the helmet. And then Ryder goes, or the pilot. And yes. she goes, ooh, I hadn't even considered That's that. That's right. That's right. Yes. I thought, yes, yes, he's on the money. Yeah. And they've actually put it in the game as an early spoiler. I reckon. Maybe. I reckon. I, I mean, it just um, that was very it makes por- very Omens and portents, that line. Omens and portents. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, mean, I like the vaults. I love the um, I like the glyphs. I like a the lot. feel, the feel of the vaults. Although, oh. 
yes, I've found in some vaults there's random glyphs that you can scan, and I don't know why they're there because they don't tend to be linked to a puzzle or anything. Okay, maybe I like the way the vaults are Mm. different. Each vault is slightly different. I like that. It's not always the same challenge that you're doing. Like I've just done the Kadara vault, yep, and that has the shield barriers that are. Bringing shield down. Yep, yep. That's quite fancy, and I love the interaction of the you got to raise and lower the level platforms to get unlock everything. Yep. And yep. I'd like to tell everybody that's got a walkthrough mm. on the internet that I've read about a complete walkthrough of the Kadara Vault that there's a bucket load more containers around oh. that map than you've bothered to find. Oh, really? Because I walked around and I found at least another five containers that none of the walkthroughs told me existed. Wow. Yeah, they're up on all the ledges and stuff. I was trying to work out how the heck mm. I finished the map and found all these extra containers. So Wow. It's unfortunate that they contain nothing so but loot stuff. that I don't care about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but I no. Anyways, not much, eh? Yeah. They feel really alien. I think the vaults feel really alien to the world, which is good. Which makes you think it's not the Angarans that are the remnant because they're just they're so they're just so alien. I had another thought just to throw it out there on the yeah. history that the remnant are machines and they're terraforming worlds for biotics because the they reapers. care about biotics. They're the Reapers. No, they're not the Reapers. Oh no, <laughs> God. Okay, if it's the Reapers, I will be very disappointed because that doesn't make any, any sense. sense. No, and they're it's not just stupid. I just threw uh, that out there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but maybe they're like, because, you know, we've had Reapers that are evil. What if these are good? I mean, sorry, um, yeah, Reapers are synthetics yeah, that are evil. evil. These what are if synthetics that are good. That are good instead, maybe a bit of a, a change around on it. But the Scourge wiped them out and all left are the dumb yeah, helper programming. The, and there's, there's a lot of talk about AI. Is AI good? Is it bad? What if the yes. Remnant was some sort of overarching AI yes. that, um, you know, was bored, was lonely and wanted to make more organic Make so stuff. it started transforming yeah. worlds for them interesting concept in, maybe interesting know, concept uh, you know what I love are the glyphs and I love the descriptions of the glyphs yes they're very good I, you know the the glyph like, but what I, like I don't way, understand yeah and I know this is just because Bioware couldn't be asked yeah when you find a glyph that is identical to a glyph that you found previously yeah how come you don't already know that glyph I haven't noticed. If they're going to have unique glyphs, they should have done a full alphabet of 26 glyphs or something like that rather than reuse the same eight glyphs. That's annoying. I didn't didn't catch that. Yeah, I've noticed because I was reading every single glyph. I've read them all, but I wasn't paying attention to what they actually look like. They're repeating in vaults. Well, I already know this glyph. Yeah. So why are you making me learn this glyph all over again when I already know this glyph? That's disappointing because all the descriptions are so. Um, are so descriptive, like, so detailed. Well, and, well, like, one of them's fantastic. What? One of them says, as you're like, it's talking about harmony or something like that. Mm. And it explains that as you're reading the glyph, it makes you feel a certain way as you're reading the glyph. Oh, and I'm like, like, yeah, that's really cool. That's like, that's meta. That's really like, meta. Yeah. And like, one of them was like, um, it's the, it's the glyph means nothingness. And as the data, as you read the data and read the glyph, yes, it actually destroys itself, destroys itself. kind of thing yeah, or something you can like only that. Read like, it once. Like, it's yes. like the data, like the data and the glyphs. Cause I mean, it's all, abstract concepts yeah, I suppose these is. are actually like coded you know like DNA kind of I got this like machine DNA maybe yeah, yeah. And like as it's it's actually like alive as you or it's a it's a basic machine in of itself to express the concepts and it's obviously got physiological effects if it's making you feel happy as you read it yeah yeah like it's yeah. it's you know, that's just incredible I think that's a great idea and I'm, I'm hoping maybe more of that stuff comes it out it is and that so that so the glyphs mm. and the scanning yeah. and all of that stuff there should be Get rid of that research tab in your imagery and replace that with another thing in your codex that tells you everything you've scanned. 
Oh, yeah. Why do you have to keep going back onto it with your new scanner up to read it? Yeah. And with the monsters that disappear after they die, so you've got to scan them while you're fighting them, give me a chance to read, you know, ah, oh, and like such what, a lost opportunity. And with the scanning and the rest, that, what you said is then, I'm like, well, why not have, uh, you have like the big list of all the things you can possibly scan in the whole game, right? And then as you scan each, each, each time, the bar fills up until it's fully yes. researched and you've done it. Then you don't have to scan anything. You never like, scan anything anymore. But you know because yes. you've looked at it and you see that you know these rope. Or like some of them could be also be like infinite, like they yes. because like the remnant cores, they're like that spirally yeah, looking, yeah, yeah. you know, yep. jellyfish. They always give you. They always seem to imply that they're they're always different. And they can they store data, so yeah. you always want to scan those. But like once I've scanned an Engar and heat shield, like what more can I? Yeah, why know, would I want to keep from that kind yeah. of thing? And it should just automatically really cool. come up. You didn't even have to scan it. Just automatically come up as an Angara and Heat Shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what it, you know you know what it is, is now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm, that would be really good. But yeah, I'm, I like. I mean, I have people complain that they're very repetitive and stuff. But I'm like, it's a, a it's a thing that's going to happen in every world. There's going to be some repetition there. And I, I don't mind this. Maybe if people don't like the Sudoku. Maybe it's really frustrating to have to go through that each time. But I'm really enjoying. Yeah, no, I don't mind. I'm, I'm, I like finding the glyphs. I, I like, would like, like it tracing to- the wires up and like getting on top of the thing to scan it on top yeah, of all that stuff. That's yeah, that, fun. that's. That is how they should have used the scan mechanic more. Yeah. To see through walls and stuff to find puzzles rather than the – it's a clunky way for you to get research points. It's a clunky way for you to get more information on the monsters. Hey, when you say clunky, do you find that like looking around with the scanner open is like cumbersome? Is that what you mean when you say that? No, I mean the scanner has to be at a specific distance facing a specific yeah. point it could be on the item. Forgiving on that, yeah, it should be anywhere in that orange field. If you can see, and if you can see it in there, then you can scan it. Yeah, let's be. Yeah, that would just be the quality of life, wouldn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's another thing that could have been implemented better than it has been. Yeah, I mean, anything like that is always good. Oh, you got to tell people to walk around and and point at something at something. It's a bit like Batman has a has the Batman night vision mode thing on it. And particularly in the first game, I remember, I never really wanted to take it off because you had to have it on all the time to see certain yeah, secret things. Yeah, all the clues and stuff. So you missed yeah. out on playing the game and seeing how beautiful it was because you're always in the yeah, bloody... Yeah, night vision mode. You know, kind of thing. And it's like this... Uh, game. The game's either working against itself. It's yeah. a cool mechanic, but in practice, yeah. it doesn't... Limited. Uh, Use it very sparsely. That's, yeah. You know, um, yeah, I still I still do like it, the whole idea of scanning nah, stuff and I whatnot. I like it when they've implemented it properly. They've implemented yeah. it for a puzzle. So in Andromeda 2, yeah. they do it properly. Yeah, less scanning. And it's also, yeah. you've got a freaking AI in your head. Yeah. There's the thing that's doing all the scanning. Why does it need you to put up your Omni tool? Why can't it just scan the entire world around you automatically for you? Yeah. I mean, I did think of that. I thought maybe you could have like a passive scanner running all the time. Yeah. And then. Particularly with the. Like, I mean, why have a- make the monster corpses disappear after you kill them? when there's a quest for you to scan everything and make it so hard to scan stuff in the middle of combat. Yeah. And oh, yet the, the corpses disappear after you, you kill them. Back to Havaral, is it? And you've got to scan the monsters that have changed because of the vault? Yes. yes. You've got to do it while you're in combat. Yes. You kill them and disappear. And it's well, like, no, those yeah. ones don't. Those, one, those ones oh, actually some don't. Some of the ones I killed definitely did because I was paying attention to it. Right. Well, I've had well, heaps of stuff disappear. Uh, but hmm. yes, that, yeah. Poorly I don't know. I, I I think the amount of scanning is fine. It could just be more more directed and more useful. Oh, and the thing that gives you the warning that there's something to scan 
That's mm. not always right, by the way, too. No, it's I not. Ex- heaps of extra it stuff was... to scan that he doesn't tell me about. Or it pops up and says something scanned, then there's nothing there to scan. Yeah, yeah. Which is even worse. Yeah, oh, it's because you're close to a quest location or something like that. Mm. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. Okay. What is it for? Is it to tell you that there's something to scan or is it to tell you near a quest location? Yeah. Make up your mind. Can't be both. Yeah. Definitely definitely missed on that one. Uh, prior- the priority missions that they've added in, the one – like I guess when I read priority missions, I thought there'd be more of these where on Vold you yeah. get on a ship and it takes you somewhere yes. and you go through a multi-stage yes. campaign yes. thing. But I mean, like Vetra's traditional RPG kind of gaming mechanics, you know? Yeah, and like very Mass Effect Scripted. kind of. Now we're on yeah. the rails. Now we're in the yeah. corridors, and we're just going to plow from the story one to the other properly. Yeah, I wanted. I thought there'd be more of those. It I mean, should like, be. Later on, maybe, but I've been through like a lot of planets now, and I'm not. Am I? I must be. Am I missing something? No, Have you been on just, anymore? No, they just made stupid decisions. This brings me to the open world thing. Yeah. And open world was a massive mistake. This game should not be open world, or if it is, the open world should be a very small part of it. Let me give you an example why. Yeah. Okay. So I've already given you the one example that other people have written online about where I've gone back to EOS and done all this crap on EOS. Then I go to Haval, and then suddenly the crew's all excited because I can go back to EOS. Yep. Okay. No, we've already been on EOS, and you've been there for the last half an hour. That's the scripting engine. Bad. Again. I don't think think it's an open world problem, though. So now I'm on Vold, and I'm trying to do every single thing that is on Vold, and I'm following these missing scientists, and I know there's something big and going around, and I turn around the corner, and Cora goes, we've got an architect. I'm sorry, Cora, what? We've never seen this thing before. Why are you calling it an architect? Why aren't you saying, holy shit, what the F is that big thing? So that's, that's, fight the architect. Da, 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 yeah, da. I yeah. ended up did losing that. I did lose that save. So I'm going to have to fight that architect again. I did fight that architect. Oh, really? Um, uh, something happened and I lost that save. So I have to do that again. To lose one. And it's just terrible. And that was before I worked out how to fight him using biotics. But then I go back to, oh. e- then I go back to EOS and I'm finishing EOS. And I find... I'm following the the seismic hammers and, oh, look. And they go, holy shit, what the F is that big thing coming out of the ground? Okay, so narratively, this is the one I'm supposed to do first. So why not force me to fight this one first or use all this dialogue for the first time you find an architect? Yeah, I know. It's not rocket science, guys. I'd already killed two of them before I hit the EOS one. And I'm like, oh, I see. But that's not an open world problem. That's a a scripting. No, it is an open world problem because you can go to the other ones before you do the one that they've decided is the first one you fight. But That's That's open world. If it was an open world, you couldn't do that. Okay, I hear what you're saying, but I think that's like just poorly implemented yes. open world. It's not yes. necessarily okay. a problem. Not a fundamental problem with – see, why I think it's a fundamental problem with the open world in this game is when you compare it to, say, like GTA Five or something like uh, Guild Wars 2, right? They both have a living world. Okay, yep. You know, when you go around Mass Effect, they've got these great spaces, it's gorgeous, and it's fun zooming around in the Nomad. But whenever you rock up to a kept base, there's always a kept ship that arrives at that exact moment yeah. every single time. Yeah. You know, if this was, say, um, uh, a Guild Wars 2, what they do is they have meta events that run on the maps, the little tiny events, yeah. and they run on a loop every 15 minutes or 20 or half an hour, and it'll be like, this merchant is going to leave from this location, walk to this location, and you can escort him. And if no one escorts him, he's probably going to die on the way, yeah. you know, or 
there's going to be a, a, an invasion from the centaurs here. You got to fight off ten waves, right? Yeah. And that event happens all the time. See, what happens is as you organically walk through the world, you encounter these things once, and it feels, oh my god, there's this guy, let's jump in with everyone else and let's go kill this thing. Yeah. You know? So there's no there's no kept patrols. There's no empty kept bases. You don't get to meet up when two patrols just meet up in the middle of nowhere on their routes, and you get to kill two lots yeah. at once. You know, there's yeah. no there's no nothing breathes. It's very Static. Well, I, I, in fact, again on EOS. Yeah. Um. So Zahid Masani's kid. Yeah. Who says, "Oh, good work. Come and come and talk to me about killing the cat." Yeah. I went to a cat base, which you're supposed to go to after you meet him, yes. and he tells you to go to the cat barracks. Yeah. But I went to the cat barracks first, and so I got that quest dialogue. Yeah. Before. In the middle, before I've even met him, and he's talking to me like I've just spent half an hour talking to him. I'm very poor. Again, open world. Yeah. And not an open world, I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. So you're right. I'm, I'm blaming the open world when in fact yeah. it's actually poor scripting. Yeah. Poor sequential scripting. Poor sequential, because it should just be just a bunch of random dudes until you, yeah. you go and kill. If you want to make a narrative flow. Yeah. Make the narrative flow. If you want to make it an open world, don't have narrative flow at no, all. Don't keep Encapsulate that, but- everything in its own dungeon or its own raid yeah. or whatever yep. so that you can force the narrative flow then yeah that just that breaking of the narrative mm. continuously confuses me and i'm yeah i'm getting a quest and then six hours later i'm randomly resolving this quest because i've gone somewhere yeah i'm going oh what the hell what, what, what was that what was that about oh i know go- i'll go to the journal and find it in my journal oh no i can't because the journal's shit that's right it doesn't tell oh, me anything my, my phoebe Loyalty quest starts off with failed, didn't read email because I spoke to Phoebe before I read, read her email, the email at the terminal. I know that's. I actually reloaded the save game because I didn't want that. <laughs> that pissed me off that much that I reloaded the save game. <laughs> I did exactly the same thing with okay. Cora, not Phoebe. Yeah, with Cora. yeah, but same thing. But, okay, so the other way I think it fails as an open world game is a GTA example. Is GTA is a little sandboxing you can just mess around in. Like everyone's seen GTA gifts online of people doing stupid stuff yeah. in it, right? You can't do stupid stuff in this game. I was on, I was on Vault. Yeah. Right. So the first time I got into the into the Nomad, and I got up to this really high cliff, and I'm like, "Holy crap! I'm going to jump off this cliff. It's yeah. going to be great. I don't know if I'm going to die. I don't know if I'm going to survive. I'm just going to do it." What's going to happen is the screen's going to go black, and you're going to respawn back at the top. <sighs> that was so disappointing. Yep. And I'm like, "Oh, I must have." I'll try that again. Make sure I didn't just. Oh no, it does it again. What if I go really slow? Oh, I said it again. Yeah. So there's actually a timer of how long you've fallen for. Okay. So if you kind of dive a little bit and go like extra fast at the ground, you can make you it and you down. don't die or anything. Okay. But and then you got the big, you got the big um uh, digital 3D projective like mission yeah, zone areas. Yeah. Which you're leaving the mission zone. No one likes seeing the edge of the world. I get it though. Like you got to have that right. Yeah. What I hate about it though is that if you go just a little bit too far over it. Yeah. And you're driving back out again. Yeah. Black screen teleport back inside. It's like, I'm not yeah. a freaking baby, man. Yeah, I'm already going back in. Come on. Yeah. yeah. That just, and so, and like, there's no, so there's nothing fun to do in and of itself in the, in the open world. Like, I can't. No, exactly. Very, very, I mean, yeah. where the only part that it maybe was like that was on H7. H7 I haven't been there yet. Whichever yeah. part, which is the low grav. Okay. Moonlit, so you got low gravity. Okay, so you, you can't can. get out of the out of the nomad to play around the low gravity in combat, which is very disappointing. But at yes. least the, at least the nomad can like. Do oh, you massive- need to do Cora's loyalty mission then. Oh, okay. If you cool. want zero gravity combat. Oh, yeah. See, that was. 
oh, oh okay i'm looking we'll come back we'll see that but like with um with that you can jump over the big chasm and yeah. do some fun stuff like that okay. i like climbed to a top of a stupid peak that i shouldn't be able to get to in a normal yeah. ride that was you know stuff like that i just wanted to dick around with this massive machine thing and i can't do it i'm very disappointed and, and did bioware really not get what people didn't like about the mako because i'm looking at yeah. you kadara and yeah. uh eos where you've put a my waypoint yeah but and directly between me and that waypoint is a unscalable cliff face. Yeah. Don't tell me to go straight to that waypoint. Yeah, the whole show me how to get around that unscalable cliff face. Yeah. That's what I didn't like about the Mako. That's what I hate about the Nomad as well. And the Nomad's even worse. Yeah. Because if you get the right angle and the right amount of boost and the right amount of speed, you can actually get up that unscalable cliff you face. You can, yes. So then you try and do it six times before you finally give up. Yeah. So it wastes even more of your life than the Mako did. Yeah. That's why we hated the Mako, guys. The navigation is flat, really poor. Flat stuff oh, is fun oh. to tool around on in a fast ship. Yep. Unscalable cliff faces are not fun to tool around with in a fast car. Intergalactic GPS, like yes, and particularly, um, is it? I'm sure it's Kadara, the third monolith. The marker for the monolith is on the top of a cliff, right? And the monolith's sticking out the top of the uh, top of a mountain. Yeah, I drove around that monolith 19 times uh, because the quest marker told me it's right here. It's yes. right here. Then I went, all right, well, F you. I'm going to drive around the base of this mountain, Yeah, which took me about eight minutes to drive around the base yeah. of this mountain. And on the, the directly the opposite side of where I started yeah. is a cave mouth yeah. that you drive into. And then, oh, lo and behold, you get to the waypoint marker, which is inside the cliff, inside the mountain. Do you know what was probably the most annoying thing? I that think with- marker should have been at the mouth of that cave. Yes, yeah, no. That's where it should have been. To say that's to go retarded. Let me think of Rick and Morty then. Um, that 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 marker. When you get close to that one, I have a sneaking suspicion. Yes, it's some, got a down arrow. Yeah, no, no, no. There's some banter that happens that says this one looks like it's going to be underneath the mountain. Uh, and I think you probably may have well, missed that, that because Sam told you about freaking yes. mining resources. Yeah, mining resources here. Oh my god! And I, that I, mining. The mining. Oh, the mining. You found a massive iron node. There's 25 iron. Okay. Which isn't even enough to make a pistol. How can that be a massive iron mining Well, I always node? think that because I probably missed half the node because it's... Okay, so with the, with the mining, right, the one thing I would change to make it a little bit more fun would be to... Like the nodes obviously are like an icon on the map, right? Yeah. That should be surrounded by a circle of showing you what the outline of the of that node's area is because you can tell where you go out of the mining node area because the out machine of zone. turns off. Yeah. So you know where it is. So just take the out-of-bounds digital marker, yeah. right? Put that around the mining zones yeah. so I can look and go, oh, it's over there. If I drop it here, this is probably going to take up this much space. Yes. And then I can go through and systematically mine, mine out the whole area. area. Hey, if I'm a – I'm never going to do that. But like if I'm no. a completionist and I want to do that – Give me some boundaries to work with so I can Yeah, the go mining. In the Nomad, the mining is terrible. They've just never never done mining right. Not one of the games have they... They've been so close, but yet... Well, and actually, Pete from Prodromos yeah. had a really, a really good idea that I really, really liked, okay. which made the mining and finding the resources so much more important, is that as you found outposts, the outposts have needs. Yes. And you actually got to go and find these iron mines, and you've got to actually go and find these things. Yeah. And then you allocate which outpost gets what percentage of this. Yep. And then how much are you going to keep for yourself to do stuff, to make stuff with? And I thought, that's a really good idea. Then it could be a massive iron. You found a massive iron find, and this is enough for, for you to support two outposts. 
There could be a whole resource management mini game. Yeah, in there. And I would have I actually would have liked that and it would have made me care about the mining. Well, how about that then, right? Then you can say, I've got a pool of resources, right? I'm gonna there's a there's a potential mining zone here for my forward outpost. I'm gonna spend a certain amount of resources to build a machine. To build a machine, yeah, to mine that. And just go, and just go, and slowly will suck up all yeah, the, resources the resources in the area. Yeah. And they have the concept of um, of machines breaking down because they're not maintenance properly. Yeah, you know, so that eventually the machine breaks down and it stops mining, and then you can either go, "What's well, depleted?" Most I'm going to go, yeah. go survey this one over here, and then you could allocate it up. And I mean, that goes. That I mean, that really feeds into the whole like the the outposts never change, they never get, they never yeah, they grow. never improve, they the never nexus grow, never yeah. grows or changes based on your cryopod stuff. There's a whole mini game about building the nexus yeah. up and building your outposts up. That would actually be fun, and I would actually yeah. want to play, and would actually add value to the game. It's just a new, it's just a new war assets. Yeah, as it you is, know, as, as it's it currently implemented, yeah. Basically war assets but they could have done a lot with it. It would have been really no, good. Puff the game, isn't it? And it could be really good if they just done a yeah, little bit more with it. Just thought about it. Yeah. I mean, and like those open worlds are gorgeous. I love driving around in them. And no, I don't. At all the stuff I don't. And whatnot. You don't like driving around? The no. only one that I liked is the flat ice planet because it's flat. Yeah. I don't like Kadara. I don't like Eos. Kadara was a bit. Was a little bit rough. Eos is beautiful though. I just. Oh yeah, it looks good. I just don't like driving around in it. Yeah, because there's stuff that gets in the way. <laughs> you first drive around that as part of the fun. Yeah, but maybe uh, it's me. See, I, I loved driving around in GTA Five and just just do a circle on the highway, avoiding cars and going. Yeah, as far. Like, that, that's no. I, you know, if I wanted to play a racing game, I would have bought a racing game. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, and I, I would certainly hope that it handles better than that Nomad does too. Yeah, it's for something with like four steering wheels. It's um. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't hate it. I do hate the yeah. unscalable cliff spit. I absolutely detest that. And Get rid of that. No one wants that. It has nothing to your game. Is Make it red. Tell me. I've got a computer that can tell me you can't scale. Don't even try and scale this uh, cliff face because you can't do it. A whole like GPS heads up suite display yeah. for the Nomad. So Anything when you're in there would be to stop amazing. wasting my time. My time is valuable. Could be a great upgrade. Stop making me waste Advanced it. GPS. So when you got an unstable cliff, it puts a second waypoint down here and says you got to go to this you waypoint go here first, first and to then, get around yeah, here to go Boom, there. Thank you very much. Yes. You know, but the whole compassing is stupid too because if you've got more than one point for a mission, you can't tell which point from and the, the three best are the closest ones. ones. The best ones are the ones where they're on multiple planets. So one of the markers is always sending you back to your ship. And that's always the biggest one. So that's always the one that I'm driving towards when I go, oh, I better check the map. And I've been driving in 180 degrees the wrong direction to where I actually want to go and I'm about to head off the planet. Oh, my God. Yeah. It should just be blue. Yes. You have to zone out of this one or whatever. You know, just some more. And then as you get closer, they should be bigger and smaller. So you can tell, like, this is the next closest one. Yeah, like the ones that are off planet should be tiny. Yeah. So, okay, I don't care about that. I care about the ones that are on this planet, so yeah. they're big. Something yeah. like that? Oh, Isn't no, that? It's... Again, just a little bit of polish and tweaking. Yeah. I'm not, I think the ending we're talking about here is groundbreaking. Did they actually you know? play the game before they released it? Yeah, I'm sure they did, but like you've only not got so from much start to finish. money and They never time. actually played the game. They're, oh, they, their quality assurance people didn't actually get to play the game properly. Well, Ben says so, like, if it's not... If you decide that you're not going to put a feature in, then it missing is no longer a QA problem because you've decided not to put the feature yeah. in there. Yeah. It's not about the QA doesn't there to tell you whether it's a good game or not, no. just tell you whether it's buggy or not. Yeah. Well, they missed that bloody bug where you can't run behind the Solarian. Yes, that's pretty bad. I got a I got one of those guys that don't have any lighting on them either, so they're completely black. I know, a silhouette guy. Silhouette yeah. guy, yeah. I got one of them. I look at it, I'm like, oh, he's not actually untextured. Is that all the lighting is off on him? Yes, he's that just black. Quite funny. 
Uh, yeah, so more. Pro- my point was, I thought there would be more priority, or there could be more priority, priority missions. missions. I thought every planet would have at least one of those. Yeah. I mean, the vaults are kind of a priority mission. Yep, there's like a more like that sort of experience. That that crappy dome that we we're talking about earlier. That's kind of one as well. But they're kind of a little bit short. I expected more with more story. Yes, a little and, bit more exposition about that planet. And I guess I haven't done a lot of loyalty quests, so I'm probably missing, you know, the six priority missions there. Yeah, kind of. get 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 rid of ninety percent of these additional tasks that you've come up with, and put that's in cheap content. Man, that take, that's like you can farm that out to an, uh, other people and just put it in. It's easy. But you could even do. make a. Oh yeah, okay. You, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, just, yep. I mean, just in right. terms of, I, got, I don't want it. You got to look at everything as a project manager. <laughs> You've got a yeah. deadline. The game's got to get out before the financials are released. But uh, that, I mean, that stuff know, just yeah. even increases the gameplay needlessly. I yes, and particularly the ones crap. that don't even give you an entry in your journal. Yeah, but like there's missions be. that don't even give you an entry in your journal. And it's a quest for you to follow and do this, and there you go. Here's your reward. Bing. And what's really? with? I had no idea. I found more of these. <laughs> I found more of these codex entries that aren't codex entries. Like How you read a data pad, up? and nothing shows up. So the best one, the best one of all, and yeah. can someone please write in if I've missed something and tell me because mm. this has driven me mad. Mm. Is on Liam's loyalty mission. Mm. There's a like you read a data pad that pops up the little white icon on your screen saying. Datapad unsent message is what it says, I think. Mm. And then Liam and Ryder start talking to each other about the content of that message, about how it's clearly a recruitment video thing and something was going on. They have this whole conversation. Before you've actually... No, no, when you've, read, when you've oh, clicked when you, on it. Yep, okay. So I went, oh, this is really interesting. Going to the codex, it's not in the codex. There's no exclamation mark in the codex. So if someone's worked out... Uh, but that's happened to me more than once. But that's the one that I can particularly point to as to where it is yeah. is towards the end of Liam's loyalty mission yep. you go to the back of the ship and there's a, a pad that says unsent message yep. and it, it doesn't appear anywhere it doesn't appear in the journal mm. for the quest mm. text it doesn't yep. appear in the codex it appears nowhere and yet the two characters have a conversation about what they've just read on that data pad without telling you what it was that they just read it's so weird that they don't have that stuff that's properly. driving me mad is it supposed to be updating the journal and the mission quest is it supposed to be updating the codex? That smacks what it, to what's me. What's it supposed to be doing? Of, of someone writing like if you imagine the guy who's got to write all the stuff into the yes. database, they've done the quest part, but they haven't done the next part of the job, which is to go and add the codex yeah, entry, entry into it, or yeah. or the list that sort of says this can now go on the codex entry didn't get transferred yeah. over, and. Again, rumors and speculation on the internet abound saying that part of the game's problem has been poor management. Right. And if we're looking at lots of outsourced work being done because the game's so freaking huge. Yes, yes, it is big. With bat, Coupled with either poor management because of the outsourcing or just poor management in general, then yeah. you're going to see these are the sort of things that you kind of get from that yes. sort of environment. And this is also a new team. This isn't the Mass Effect team working on no, it. This is a different that's a totally, it's not, you know, it's not even team. Bioware. Haven't all the people from the original Bioware Left now? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't so it's not even the same left. guys that no, we fell in love with. No, no, no. Their games that we fell in love with. We didn't no, find them doing... themselves. Yeah, well, maybe I mean, a lot of them, well, I guess one or two of them, yeah, worked on each of the, either the um, Mass Effect series or the Baldur's Gate series yeah. or, or Drag- yeah. sorry, the Dragon Age. Yeah. One, one of them left to be a doctor. One of them took Mass Effect and one of them. Well, they already were doctors, Age. weren't they? Sorry, they all were. Someone yes. left. Maybe we went to do something else. Went back to be a doctor Probably again. Probably went to go buy massive yachts. Yeah, yes. They want their gold-plated yachts. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. But I mean, that's 
okay because there should be a certain corporate culture that's set up and a certain way of doing games. But it, yeah. does take, it takes time for a new team to get, yeah, to get their that. head around it, you know, kind of thing. But it just but that's their fault it sucks to be them they've got yeah. all this expectation yeah. built up about and there is games and stuff this yeah. this is one of the first games that I have really agreed with all the reviewers comments and stuff what they're saying so the people the people that are in the media that hopefully the people that are in Bioware should listen to are saying the right things okay. about what's missing from the game where the game's yep. made its missteps yeah I haven't seen so that's too good. many I agree with a lot of what they're saying a lot of it's the same stuff as what we're saying. Yeah, I think so. So too. if Bioware is doing their job sure. and paying attention to that, they will fix it for the next game. Yeah, because I mean, oh yeah, There's so many things that could just be tightened up. And yeah, you know, I'm 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 not fussy. I'll have more of the same. Like, give me the same game again, but tighten all of this stuff up. Yeah, fix the journal, fix the codex, fix the way for me to find out where the new content has just appeared in the journal and the codex. Let me let me do my own filtering of it. Let oh, me archive stuff gonna, off. Yeah. yeah, and don't give me prescient journal entries. What's up with that? Have you had? Have you found that? I don't look at it because it's crap. Anyway, yeah. So, so so there's at least three different quests that I can think of off the yeah. top of my head where the journal has told me the future, uh, told me what hasn't happened yet. Again, the whole scripting engine is broken. Yeah, that whatever timer thing is just bugged. Yes. Yes. Mm. Is that fixable? I wonder if that's fixable. Well, it sounds like yeah, a pretty well, low-level thing. Yeah, well, this, this comes design. about because what I like to call the hourglass effect. Oh. Did you find the hourglass effect? Yeah, I was What's really hour- bothered by the hourglass effect. So you start the game, you've got one thing to do. You finish that bit, okay, as you've done. Now, here's a, f- a few little things for you to do. Yeah. So you do these few little things. Okay, we'll give you a few more things to do. Okay, slowly that all dwindles down to one thing to do. You have to go to Kadara. There's nothing else for you to do. You finish everything you can do in the game, you must go to Kadara. Yeah. Okay, so I went to Kadara. I spent 10 minutes on Kadara, maybe less, and then went back to my ship because I wanted to check my strike team missions. Oh, we talk about that. And bang. I got through the bottleneck of the hourglass into the other side and said, oh, you've got new mail. Oh, you've got to talk to PB. Oh, you've got to go talk to this Drac. He wants you to do this. Oh, you can go to this planet now. Go to this planet now. Go to this. Oh, you've got to go back to the Nexus. you got to go to this. Oh, you've got new email. Oh, you're all right. And suddenly I'm bombarded with all these things to do. Mm. No, no. I just wanted to go back to the ship. I'm quite happy that I've got to go to Kadara as my next thing. I just want to go back to the ship because I can't do it from a forward station. I have to go back to the ship to check this freaking thing anyway. Yeah which I'm angry about in the first place, and now you've bombarded me with the rest of the games with the content. Again, it's more scripting stuff. I didn't wait for you. Rather, all the trigger was set to was, have you been to Kadara? Not, have you been to Kadara and progressed the main story plot points to X points to say that you've been there for a few hours and maybe now are ready for a change to then open up And it was like all the rest of the companion loyalty missions. It was all the rest of the other things that were all on hold. Oh, yeah. It's just so much content suddenly spewed forth. I did get that, but I'd already plowed right through Kadara yes. and done all like most of what was there to be done yeah so. and then there's three more planets for you to do but now I had yeah. three more planets and still all of Kadara to do, do yeah. it felt like a massive, massive. Well, it was glut the glut too much yeah yeah Yeah, glut, suddenly a glut of stuff for me to do yeah. and then making my decision was uh, does it really matter what order I do to do this yeah. in I did that to Eos though when I got back when I done the two first two planets uh, you know yeah. Vile and, and Vold yeah. I went back to Eos Landed when holy crap, there's a lot of icons. Okay, yeah, yeah, there was. Going, a lot. I'm out of here. Yeah, I need to go somewhere a little bit less. There was a lot to do on EOS. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still playing my way through that, trying yeah. to to, to yeah. wrap up all of those as well. But 
But yeah, I yeah. thought that hourglass effect was totally unnecessary. Give me, spoon feed me three things. Again, a bit of finessing. When I've done one of them, give me another yeah. two things. And so now I've got five things I can, or four things I can choose from. When I've done two more of them, give me another one thing to do. Just constantly trickle feed me new things to do. So rather than making yeah. 18 things I've got to decide between, keep it to four or five things I've got to decide between. It was just a little bit too, yeah, a bit narrowed. Yeah, it should have it should have been narrowed because you know it does get a bit overwhelming to get all yeah, that stuff at once. It does really, and the same, the same problem with Dragon Age um, Inquisition was you know that crappy first area that was too big. Yes, and then but yes. then I found as well that areas were getting unlocked so fast before I was ready, ready to, to leave and do them. So yeah. I ended up doing like um, like and it'd be the story out of place stuff where I was I'd already been to the capital of the. Oh, the people, the Elysians. But then I went back to their war zone where they're having this civil war. And I'm like, I've just resolved the civil war. And now I'm coming back to the place where they're just starting the the civil war. war. And it's like, whoa, I did that. I did in that that order too. You know, really out of whack there. That was disjointed. So that's that's part of the ones where they should block you from progressing that line until you've at least been in there to experience what's going on. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, as many people for the first time and then resolving their war on their first meeting, you know, it's like, oh, the war's over now. <laughs> yes. You don't need to fight this anymore. Yeah, it's all done now. Yeah, definitely um, out of out of place. So the forwards, forward stations. Forward stations, I say that more so because of having to go back to the Tempest to do yeah. Apex. The forward station know. is the perfect place to put that. Because uh, the leave having to, having to leave into orbit, irrespective of loading screens and windows and any all that oh, stuff, whatever. yeah, it is just ridiculous. That for the first first of all, why can't it be on my Omni tool? Yeah, like, are you kidding me? That I can't? It's freaking. It can can create a blade I've got a out mobile of phone in my pocket, yeah. but we can't get email on our Omni tool. Right. Yeah. Okay, it could be a security problem. Yeah, I'll take it at the forward station that's closest to either the Tempest. Or, or the outpost. For the outpost. Or put the things in the outpost itself. Yeah, I'll take that too. Yeah, that's Even fine. that's better than having to go back to the freaking ship. There should be no – I only go back to the ship. And I, I respect – I understand. The planet. Actually, I had a, had a really good one actually about the whole why you have to go back into space when you hit the ship. And that's because you get that vista at the command center looking yes. out into space. And that's yes. a freaking amazing thing. And if you think about it, if you didn't do that, as soon as you land on a planet – and you bounce from planet to planet, you would never see that again unless yeah. you're exploring because you would go from the planet, looking out on the planet, you go into the galaxy map, you pick the next point, and then you'd arrive at the other planet and you'd never get that experience of being the commander at, on your ship, looking at on the yeah. deck, looking out in the space. Yeah, so then don't put those things only on the ship. Exactly. They should never that's the be obvious the, answer to that that's problem. exactly right. And that fixes that. It keeps that because, you know, uh, just that one, that one really boggles Particularly me. as they're time-based – and the AVP rewards particularly don't stockpile. So your researchers yeah. research for 45 minutes and then they sit there having a party for the next four hours while you're doing the vault, yeah. not doing any work at all, and then you collect their 45 minutes worth of work. Oh, we better start working again now, guys. I think that's just because it's otherwise it's an unlimited amount of resources coming into the game. It just breaks the economy of the game. Because you, otherwise you leave the game running overnight. Why does it and- matter? Why does it matter? <sighs> yeah, that's... That's the same sort of argument. No, no. no. Oh, yeah. Okay. Leave the game running overnight. Oh, yeah. and just have okay. it build up overnight. I mean, to be fair, I could write a simple macro to press space bar every one minute and yeah. leave my computer running. What if it had an activity tracker? 
and it gave you the amount based on how many things you'd completed while you've been out of the well, ship. Well, this is why that thing that should really be tied into what you're scanning and what you're bringing into research, yeah. and it should yeah. be more in there. Look, I don't care that it's only it's every 45 minutes and I go back and collect it, as long as the collection can happen at the forward station. Yeah, wherever I want to, where, yeah. I mean, forward yep. sta- I can quick teleport there. I'm often teleporting around at different yeah, points yeah, in I the game that well. so that yeah. it's no problem to teleport there for a second and then go on with my quest and to do that. Yeah. Please. Why? There's no reason why that should... Uh, the only reason it's in the ship is because that's where it's always been. Yes. And a lot of this game, I think, is... Doing stuff because just that's because the way it's, it's always been, been done. Yeah. Because they're probably, as a new team, petrified of like breaking the formula. Yeah, I mean, how do you anything. take on this game and then how do you filter out what were the good things, what were the bad things, and decide without you know breaking from tradition? And you know, let me give you a hint: unscatable cliffs and insta kill abilities weren't the good things. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that should be fixed. I'd like to. I'm talking about Pete from Pedromos quite a bit because he's he's been having quite a bit good, interesting conversations with me. Indeed, and indeed. Um, he pointed out something that I'd like to bring up. Yes, with some positive stuff. Yes, and he so he's also done Cora's loyalty mission. Yeah, and it reuses some assets, but it changes them in enough of a way so not that it makes us. it fresh and new, mm. and it's assets that you don't see a lot. It's like not not like a cat base. It's yeah, yeah. So. Minor spoilers. The, the core of Lord's mission is you've got to go and rescue the Asari Ark, which you probably have already worked out. Anybody who's playing this has probably already worked that out. Yeah, that's going to And be. so the assets that we use are the same stuff from the Nexus Ark, but it looks oh, a yeah. little bit different because it's in a different state. It looks different. And they introduce some interesting Asari characters, and you get some really good character development. And, yeah, Pete pointed all this out to me. I was a bit jaded with the game at that point. A lot of this stuff just washed over me. But since he pointed out to me and I thought about it, I mm. thought that's actually that is done really well. Yeah, they have done that really well. They've put interesting mechanics. There's a zero G combat there. They've put mm. some interesting mechanics in it. They've flipped it up a bit. They've they've skillfully reused assets that they've already created, not mm. lazily reused it. They've skillfully reused it. Because I mean, you're not so, going to completely re-engineer different arc ships for each race. You're going to basically use the one design and then modify it no. as needed. Because you don't want. But for example, yeah. Liam Costa's mission is a completely new ship. So you go through a completely new mm. ship. So yeah. he is completely redesigned. Nice. They've designed a completely new ship. But yeah, so go kudos for that stuff. They've uh, they have done yeah. some really good work in yeah. in in areas where it matters. And of course, you're learning more about Korra as you're going through the mission. You're learning more about the Asari's, the Asari Pathfinder, and there's mm. some there's some apparently weighty decisions that you need to make during that, which is quite good. I really mm. like that. I, I agonized. Uh-huh. Over what the impact of my decision yep. was going to be. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, it's like the Rachni all over again. It's yeah. that's pretty good. Cool. All right. Yeah. So the loyalty missions look like loyalty missions again are the shining light. Yeah, and that's probably what the primary team spent most of the time on the priority missions, the main thrust of the story. Yeah, and the loyalty missions. The loyalty that's missions. what I would have my people work on as yes. the number one. If you yeah. didn't do anything, and that is really where the game shines. Mm. Good story based stuff. Yeah, I'm liking all the banter now that I'm actually getting to hear it. It's quite good. Yes, yes, the banter is interesting. Although, um, there's yeah some very interesting character interactions. I'm a little uncomfortable with Jarl hitting on Cora, while I'm also hitting on Cora. Uh, okay, and we're in the same vehicle together. Yeah, I'm a little uncomfortable about that. But I did what I loved, absolutely loved the first time I took. um, What's the Asar? The the um, Turian lady's name. Vetra. Vetra. So I 
flirting with Vetch and flirting with Cora. And I took them both out on the mission for the first time. And they acknowledged that they knew that I was flirting with the other one. Oh. But they also were acknowledging that they were actually interested in me flirting with them. And so they didn't want to, you know, let's not make this awkward and uncomfortable. And then Nellan said, yeah, and let's not talk about this when writers can hear us. Uh-huh, so I really liked the fact that it, good. it had dialogue for the fact that I had yeah. both the girls I was flirting with in the vehicle at the same time. And they both said that they were enjoying the flirting and they wanted to continue. Yep. But yep. yeah, it was re- that was really, I really liked that. That was really well done. Mm. So there is good little gems in there that are yeah. popping out. Yeah, but then yeah, Joel with his very very awkward hitting on Cora, it's like, dude, get up, it, lay it, off. It, it's amusing. <laughs> it, he's not very good at it. No, it's yeah. amusing. <laughs> yeah, he's rather a um. I, he, I, I pegged him as being like a, a soldier, you know, kind yeah, of. Yeah, no, person. he's more of a scientist, isn't he? Much more and yeah. much more placid than yeah. like what his reputation would lay. Led you to believe because when you're walking, if I took him out through all the Angaran worlds, yeah, yeah, and people yep. are all like, Oh my god, this is an amazing respectful. resistance fighter, yeah. you know. I'm like, any you know, obviously, he could way around a gun, yeah, kind of thing, but he's, yeah, very not, uh, not the type of character I was expecting no, he's much from more, that, much more good. of a peaceful diplomat, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and yeah. that was really good. And I still, every now and then, I take the Krogan out for a spin and I pinch uh, him really quickly. Uh, he's so uh, freaking noisy. Uh, uh, <laughs> Shut up, you grunting Krogan. <laughs> well, now you know why they call Grunt Grunt. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Must be all they hear, all those young Krogan <laughs> running around the place. That's the real reason that they invented the genophages to keep the noise levels down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. All right, well, let's, let's leave our people go for another fortnight. Yep. Yes, if you have thoughts and opinions like Pete from Podromos, then we're more than happy to read them and then yeah, we'd love it if you'd send it in uh, we'll even respond to it yeah absolutely you in our next podcast so yes absolutely what's the address absolutely. again it's datapad at tldrpodcast.com send them through we'd send love them to through, hear from please them. fantastic do we have someone to uh, to hear from this week Tony we do we do it's a little bit like last week but from a different franchise resistance is useless I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.